Hey everybody, it's Happy Harry Hardon once again talking to you today. It's lunchtime right now, so I'm sitting in my favorite recording studio again, which is the car. Have the AC on max, so you might hear that in the back. But today I just wanted to touch base uh, with all of you on inspiration, things that inspire you. This has been on my mind for the past few days, thinking about things that uh, have inspired me, have moved me to create not just comics, but in general. Film, music, you know, different uh, media, art, of course, poetry. These are all things that um, most people, I don't know if you want to say take for granted, but uh, dismiss immediately, in, in my view anyway, I've seen it, that um, poetry, music, art, film, of course, it's entertainment, it distracts us, it makes us, it helps us escape. Uh, the day-to-day -day turmoil of our lives. But in this country, it always seems like there's more emphasis on sports and uh, you know, status and things of that nature, while in other countries, the arts are the foundation of uh, the society, of what's going on you know, behind the scenes. I find it very, very sad that in this country, um, you know, poets, musicians, well, not so much musicians, but I guess poets and uh, writers are just kind of like pushed aside, whereas, you know, more iconic artists like musicians, oh, sports figures, that's a, oh, that's a big one. I mean, there's nothing wrong with sports, of course, if that's your cup of tea, but I've never really understood the draw. Athletes, of course, they uh, train their bodies to be in top physical perfection in order to carry out uh, you know, the running of a ball or the throwing of a ball into a hoop and yeah, I guess I'm talking smack about athletes and stuff like that, maybe because I'm not very athletic myself, you know. I was more of a brain guy than I was a brawn guy, if you catch my drift. Not to say that you know, I wouldn't be able to carry my own in a football game, but um, I've had no need for it. I've never really been attracted to that type of uh, expression, I guess you could say. My expression was more knowledge, more, you know, not so much entertainment, but uh, things that grew my mind or grew my my intellect and like I was saying those things seem to be falling by the wayside in, uh, in society I don't know about currently but when I was growing up it seemed more like it was pushed to be an athlete it was pushed to be involved in sports than uh, anything else like if you were into writing or art you were more considered a nerd or a bookworm or a geek or an outcast for that matter and I, I wear that uh, that label proudly, an outcast. I've always felt that way, um, especially when writing poetry, when uh, writing comics. One of my most very favorite poems by, of course, my favorite poet, which is Dylan Thomas, expresses that succinctly. Or is it succinctly? I'm just trying really, really hard to be smart. <laughs> In My Craft or Sell an Art by Dylan Thomas. In my craft or sullen art, exercised in the still night when only the moon rages and the lovers lie abed with all their griefs in their arms, I labor by singing light not for ambition or bread or the strut and trade of charms on the ivory stages, but for the common wages of their most secret heart. Not for the proud man apart from the raging moon I write on these spindrift pages, 
nor for the towering dead with their nightingales and psalms, but for the lovers, their arms round the griefs of the ages who pay no praise or wages, nor heed my craft or art. That always did it for me, that, that poem right there. That's exactly why I write, why I spend so much time honing my craft, honing my writing skills, trying to make everything as best as I possibly can to the best of my ability. A lot of things have gone into my writing, not just reading, not just knowledge, but experiences. And I think that's something that's severely lacking as well in today's society as far as writers or creators are concerned. They don't know what they're talking about because they've never experienced it. Anybody can tell you a story that they've heard, but uh, can they tell you a story that they've experienced? Sometimes that's, uh, that's really the predicament, I guess, so to speak. Because a lot of people have experienced stuff, but not to the point where it's, I don't know, book worthy. In their lives, perhaps it is worthy because they've experienced it, but um, I don't know, book worthy or storytelling worthy, adventures as I like to call them. A lot of people tend to shy away from having adventures, from trying new things, from experiencing new things. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some out there that, uh, you know, go above and beyond when having adventures. You know, they'll scale Mount Everest or hike into the deepest, uh, darkest jungles of the Amazon. Um, me, myself, no, nah, not quite. I'm more of a, I guess, street-type adventure kind of guy. Yeah, I've been shot at, I've been stabbed, I've been drowned, I've been hung, throttled, been in a car crash, been in a fast-speed chase, um, almost got killed by the DEA one time, you know, amongst other stories that I've said. I've been to jail, I've seen things i've seen dead bodies i've seen stuff happened and all that stuff builds and builds and builds and makes your background and makes you a more worldly person whether it is a happy memory or a very sad or tragic memory or a horrifying memory most people seem to turn away from those type of memories they just would rather remember the happy times which uh, of course you know that's that's what our life depends on the happy times to build towards uh, a joy in our life. But um, the misery, the tragedy, the horrific experiences that we have had in our lives, they build our character as well. They make us um, the person that we are. I always kind of compare it to a fight. You know, anybody can get into a fight and anybody can lose a fight. But the trick is how much can you take? I think that's the thing. Like, I remember being a kid, you know, kids always did the whole, oh, my dad can beat up your dad kind of thing. Yeah, that's great. But, um, you know, how much can you take? And that's, that's, that's the, the measure, I guess you could say. It's kind, of, it's kind of messed up. It's kind of bizarre. But how much can you take? How much punishment can you take? And how, much, how many times can you keep getting knocked down only to get back up again and again and again? And I think I can do that. I think I can take that. Um, punishment. I can do that various times, many times over and over in my life, because that's, that's the way that I grew up. Something happens to you, you just get back up, you dust yourself off, and you keep going, and you keep fighting, and you never stop until you draw your last breath. I guess a lot of my writing comes from that, that place, that place where you keep getting beat down, but you keep getting up, and you never stop. You just keep going. A lot of uh, what I write about is about, you know, 
putting, um, pushing through, pushing through the uh, tragedy, pushing through you know, what ails you, the misery, whatever you want to call it, just keep pushing through and you'll make it. That's probably most of the stories that stick with me, the type of literature that sticks with me, where the, you know, protagonist is faced with unsurmountable odds and yet they keep going because either they don't know any better, they're too stupid to lie down and die, or that's just uh, the force of their will, the integrity that they have. I think that's something that I identify with a lot with those type of characters that refuse to give up, that refuse to lie down and die, that uh, refuse to stop believing that they can do better or they can overcome anything, you know. Those are the type of characters that stay with me. Those are the type of characters that I want to write about, that I want to create, the kind that inspire people, you know, the reader to do more for themselves, to be able to rise to the challenge. I've always identified with those type of characters, like Wolverine, for example, top of the list, Spider-Man also. They keep going because they know it's the right thing to do. No matter who they may be inside, they always try to do the right thing. But in order to do the right thing, you cannot give up. And that's something that I've felt in my life I've never really done. I've never given up on anything or anyone. Even when people have given up on me, I still believe in them. I still want to find that one little piece that will not give up. I think I learned that from my father because my father was very, very um, stubborn. <laughs> Hard-headed is a good word, I guess you could say. My father never gave up on my mother. My father loved my mother for until the day he died. He kept loving that woman, and it killed him eventually. I mean, this is a little glimpse into my, my past, into my personal life, but, you know, I'm not afraid to share it because I did learn from my dad that uh, never give up on someone, no matter how much they may not want you to even try for them, but never give up on them because... Honestly, once you give up on someone, then you're pretty much giving up on yourself. And don't get me wrong, it does happen. Even Sometimes you do have to give up on people because they're just toxic or it just will ruin your life or they'll drag you down with them. But they can never say that you didn't try. They can never say that you didn't try to keep them in your life, to not give up on them, to keep fighting for them, even when they wouldn't fight for themselves. And of course, I've got a bring it on back to comic books and things of that nature. So, yeah, those are the type of characters that I want to write, the type of characters that inspire people, the type of characters that you can look on and be like, man, I want to be like that. Because growing up, that's who I looked up to, these characters that were in these four-color funny books that inspired me not to give up on myself, not to sink into the depths of despair and actually do something. The X-Men. The X-Men will always be my go-to when it comes to showcasing what the underdog can do. There's so many stories that I could go into. And this is all the Claremont run and some of the Jim Lee run as well. Um, those were the stories that stuck with me the most growing up. The X-Men stories that Chris Claremont, John Byrne, Mark Silvestri, um, and of course Jim Lee, they, they all drew these, these, uh, these stories, and they were all written by right, Chris Claremont. And those stories always taught me something. They always taught me to persevere no matter what the odds, even if you're hated like the mutants were, like the X-Men were. 
even if they were hunted down and destroyed, they still persevered. They still did the right thing because that is the right thing to do. And it seemed that these mutants who were considered non-human were even more human than humans that weren't mutants, mutants, humans that didn't have powers. Mutants were always accepting of everyone and everything around them. They knew that that was the natural way of things. And those stories showcase that. They showcase the fact that even though they were looked down upon and they were murdered, they were killed, you were, you know, they were, people were racist against them, they still persevered. They still fought for what was right and did what was right. Those are heroes. Those are the ones that uh, we need to look up to. The ones that do good and do right no matter what. The ones that keep fighting even though they're knocked down. The ones that keep going even though they're stopped and murdered and jailed and, you know, atrocities happen to them. Which brings it back to the whole writing aspect of it. To be able to write these characters, to be able to create these storylines that people follow and care about uh, what's happening. It's very satisfying to know that something that you've written has changed someone's life, has made them view the world in a different way and has made them want to change their own lives and act in a different way. So ultimately, that is my goal. Ultimately, it is to write not for the strut and trade of ivory stages, but for the common wages of your most sacred, secret heart. My poetry will always reflect that. My writing will always reflect that in a way. I want everyone that reads my stuff or listens to me read be able to take something away with them that will change their lives. And, I mean, I have had that happen to me at uh, poetry readings and things of that nature. Um, and it's quite, quite the feeling. Because, honestly, once we're all gone, what is left but our words, our deeds, the things that we are remembered by, and how we affected people or how we touched their lives so from all of this that I've been just blabbering about and rambling about, please take that away with you from this um, you know, little chat that we've had today. Persevere. Do what's right for you and continue doing the best that you can possibly do. Be kind. Say thank you. You know, even, even in that, that little tiny little phrase, thank you, that goes a very, very long way to make someone's day. And it's the little things. And if it's the little things that we can fix, then the big things won't be so big once we get to that point. We all want to be seen. We all have dreams that we want to fulfill. And that's another thing, too. Never, never shit on anybody's dreams. Never talk shit about someone's dreams or aspirations or what they want to do. Because to them, that, that is what they get up for in the morning. That's what they live for, you know, to try and fulfill those ambitions and those desires and those dreams. And I think that's the hardest thing nowadays that people cannot do to save their lives. That's to have respect for their fellow man, to be able to look at someone and be equal with them and not look down on them. Just like, you know, all the characters that I love, all the mutants and the Spider-Men and all those characters that are looked down upon because they're different or because they think differently or they have different aspirations in their lives. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's super difficult. Even I fail at times, especially when I'm driving. Good God, the road rage just builds and builds and builds. And man, I'm, I would make sailors blush by the stuff that I say when I'm driving. But nonetheless, you got to remember that everyone has their own war to fight. Everybody has a battle going on in their lives every single day. 
But if you start very small, if you start with just a thank you or opening a door for someone or letting someone speed up and pass you, you know, when you're driving, all those little things will add up. And eventually we can tackle the big things in life, the big things that are affecting society and civilization as a whole. But yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. I better get going. I better get out of here because it's getting to that time. But uh, I want to say thank you. Thank you for stopping and listening to my rants. I've gone on a little bit too long, and I think it kind of got a little bit out of control there. But nonetheless, thank you guys for listening to me. Be back with, um, you know, more tales of comic book adventures and more thoughts on the way comic books are drawn and, or, or rather written. I'm not an artist for shit, so what am I saying? Um, in other words, we'll continue with our regularly scheduled program soon enough. So for now, this is Ray Ramos, a.k.a. Happy Harry Hardon, saying stay hard, talk hard, and I'll see you very, very soon. Mexcelsior.